It's Felix here from Uva Radio. This is the next episode of Nights at the Oval Table. I'm here sitting with the lovely... Louisa. Louisa, Hi. aka the voice of the people. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Finally a bit of sun. It is a bit of sun last... It's actually yeah. very hot in here. It is. And we I... might have to open a window. We might have to do that, which oh is God. very surprising. Wonder Feels off. like I haven't done that in Wonder. a while. <laughs> this is the good thing about podcasts. You can just like, just take a second and then come back. Okay. And then you just go like... Oh, so if I mess everything up... If you fuck everything up, this <laughs> is just like... You that. So we opened the window now, guys. We can um, talk more in a chill fashion. Yes. What was that song about you just played? Well, um, that is a song I wrote about, I think, two years ago when I first moved to Amsterdam, actually, because um, I had a bit of a rough time in the beginning. Like when you move to a new city, like you're really... Yeah, it can be very tough. ...alone and stuff, you know? And also I had this... Um, image in my head that I'm going to move to Amsterdam somewhere on the canals, you know, nice yeah, little cute and room in, or something. And then up in Demon. <laughs> ended up in Belmer, actually. Oh, the Belmer. Yeah, f- further than Demon. I think the Belmer is a little bit better than Demon. 
Actually, I have to say, I did like living. I felt really comfortable there. The only thing is that there's nothing going on there. Were you in the Spinoza campus? Um, no, I've actually I wasn't like in a. I rented an apartment. Okay. The only one that was affordable, uh, in 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 the whole city, <laughs> kind yeah. of, you know. But um, I liked being there. But the thing is that you have to cycle forty five minutes into the center every time you want to do something, and that was pretty annoying. So I ended up never going out. Being pretty much, uh, yeah, just isolated. a little bit alone, yeah. you know. And then the song talks about how sometimes you um, really wish for someone to be there. And uh, it's called Hey Stranger because, um, yeah, it doesn't really matter, like, who it is in that moment sometimes even. You know, you just wish for, like, some some anybody. company. Yeah, it's about that feeling. Also, it's a little bit maybe about one-night stands. As well. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these songs yeah. could be about one-night stands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, just kind of a mood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And when you first moved to Amsterdam, why was it tough for you besides the loneliness? Um, first of all, because um, I was pretty lost because it was like the third time already that I changed my study program. Nice. I'm on mm -hmm. my second right now. Oh, right. Hey, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> I'm fun. actually on my fourth now, but that's the one fourth. I'm finishing this summer. Are you so, sure about that? Yes, I'm absolutely okay. sure about that. Not going to do that again. No, I've uh, I actually I'm from Germany, so um, where in Germany? Um, Wiesbaden, which is close. I know to Wiesbaden. Frankfurt. I've no got a way. From Wiesbaden. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know <laughs> a guy called um Vince? Vince Bursch. Vince Bursch. Vince Bursch. Bursch. B o e r c h s. Wiesbaden. Don't think so. He's got like a really nice house there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking about going to a festival near Wiesbaden in the summer. Okay. Do you know Manfield? Manfield something. It's in Mannheim. The, it, oh yeah, I think it's in I've, like mid June. Yeah, it I have never really been there or cheeky. anything. Yeah, yeah, um, it's like cheap. It's got a great lineup. Anyone listening, definitely go check it out. Yeah, I've never been to a festival in in Germany actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to admit, only here. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that's where I'm from. But then uh, I moved around a little bit through Germany, studying different stuff. You know, like trying out a little bit. Um, yeah, and then you realize anything. you didn't want to study in Germany. Exactly, yeah. and also I had my parents like behind me being like, um, "Do you actually want to like go for something at some point, or are you, you just, just gonna go on forever?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was a little bit under pressure, so I came here, did this uh, study program called PPLE. Oh, shout out PPLE! Yeah, and you failed it. No, it's not that I failed. I was actually quite decent, but I hated it. Ah, <laughs> so. I see. I had the opposite. I quite liked it, and then I failed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> you know, it's no, all part I of mean, life journey. I think it has some great content and stuff, but it was just too much confinement. Do you say that? Confinement? Confinement, yeah. yeah. For me, um, I don't like attendance policy and all that kind of stuff. See, that attendance policy really worked for me. Yeah. Because now <laughs> okay, I don't have yeah. any attendance policy on European studies. And I'm just like, well, I don't have to go. I can go next week. I can go the week after that. It'll be fine. But then like on PPLE, you couldn't do that. It was That's like, nah. True. Yeah. If you miss it, you're yeah. fucked. No, but I really wanted... I realized when I moved to Amsterdam, I really want to invest a lot of time and play music and it wouldn't have been possible yeah. in com like in combination with PPLE. Um, no way. You know, I, I w I'd rather play a gig than go to a class, to be honest. And oh, that, that didn't work. I would 100% so, rather record a podcast than yeah, exactly. a class. Like, <laughs> and that's, there's some value in that as well. Yeah, know? so... Um, I think it's great for a lot of people. For me, it wasn't really the thing. So now I'm at um, literary and cultural analysis. Mm -hmm. And that isn't a literature study, is it? Uh, it kind of is. Or is it well, not? I wouldn't say we do 
that much literature stuff, like not in a classical sense. It's really more about analyzing everything around you, like analyzing movies, analyzing buildings, analyzing this podcast, you know, yeah, like yeah. you could practically just, yeah, mm. analyze everything and uh, learn like the according theories. Um, but not so much like what you would expect from literary studies, mm. I think. Yeah. Mm. But it's pretty, uh, um, let's say, free. So um, you can get through it and do your stuff, like your private stuff mm. on the side. So um, Yeah, I like that as well because, I mean, I think I've, my studies have definitely suffered, but yeah. I've been able to do a lot more stuff on the side mm -hmm. as a result of not being exactly. on PPLE now anymore. Yeah. And I do think that like it's important uh, that you find something to study that you like, but it's also very important that you kind of develop your own stuff. Yeah, and extracurricular things it. and all this. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, I think it shouldn't be only about this this university system because yeah. this is our time to like you know I kind of pave well the way. Because at the UVA you have a situation where everybody just kind of goes to class and focuses on their studies, and there isn't much of a community. Besides mm -hmm. that, you kind of live in Amsterdam. That's true. And you're expected to make a life for yourself yeah. next to your studies. But there's no like onus or impetus from the university to say, okay, yeah, we're also going to provide loads of other stuff for you guys mm. to do. It's just like, nah, come to class and fuck off. Totally. And That's then true. everyone's kind of in this system of, oh, you have to study, you have to study without really thinking about what they actually really like to do themselves. And yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people come out of it and be like, I have no fucking clue what to do now. You know? Of course. And yeah. I feel like as soon as I graduate... I know exactly what I want to do, yeah. exactly where I'm going to yeah. go. And, yeah. yeah. And this is going to help you like avoid a lot of like stressful times yeah. after your bachelor's. I yeah. mean, it's, it's more about like getting to that place. Exactly. You know? It's yeah. a journey and, and at some point you got to do it. So Life you might as well do it during your bachelor's yeah, so yeah. you can like start off afterwards. Right? So let's talk yeah. about your music. Mm -hmm. what, who would you say are your biggest inspirations and influences? Well, my like music hero of all yeah. times is definitely Neil Young. Oh, that's a yeah. good choice. I mean, I just love him. You know, the first song I ever heard when I was like, you know, a day old. Yeah. Was Helpless by Neil Young. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my my first like. I love like, that song. I, I mean, his songs are just like they touched me somewhere really deep inside. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, my first uh, my first song was The Needle and the Damage Done. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What, the first song you ever listened to? Well, uh, I would say like, yeah, because, uh, well, my family, uh, we used to listen to a lot of music, but Neil Young is like the first artist that my parents really introduced to me. Yeah, and, that's the same um, with me as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's why I think I only like old music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, next to Neil Young, I'm really into like Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, you what know, all Len these kind Lennon of Skinner? country guys. Not so much, no? I have to say. No, I I haven't gotten into them. Like he insulted uh, Neil Young in Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I love listening to that song because it's like a classic and it's actually a diss track. It's yeah. a fucking diss track. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Before I mean, diss well, tracks were a thing. He was like, Mr. Young, pretty sing cool. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you can say your stuff about Neil Young and, and he has the downsides to his character, I'm sure, but his music is just... Fucking, yeah, yeah. Can I say that on a podcast? You can say fucking, fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah. We, have, we, we have creative license. We can <laughs> okay, do what we want. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a big influence for me. And then also, I started getting into bluegrass a lot. Bluegrass? Um, yeah, because now I, I have two projects at the moment. I have my own uh, Louisa band, kind of. Mm -hmm. And um, then I also have a bluegrass band called The Three Hearts. And bluegrass is a type of jazz, or what is it? No, bluegrass is like a. Uh, 
really old style of music coming from southern uh usa yeah and uh it's it's like you know it's like all these string instruments like fiddle banjo guitar kind and, of folky and, yeah, yeah it's a pretty high energy music you could compare it a little bit to like irish folk music maybe okay. um and yeah i listen to a lot of that but nobody knows these artists I'm listening to there. <laughs> yeah, I've barely even heard of bluegrass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not really a very common thing, but um, yeah, so this is uh, what I'm into at the moment, mm. I would say. And who else are you in the band with? Um, well, in my uh, Luisa project, there is um, Derek De Bono, mm -hmm. uh, who he plays percussion. Um, he's really amazing um, drummer. And you're always the singer. Yeah, I'm the okay. singer and I play the acoustic guitar. Then we have um, David Rick, um, who plays electric guitar. And he joined like half a year ago, I'd say. And he's also like insane musician. Like you can give him anything and he'll be able to play on it within a second. Mm. And then uh, recently we um, had um, Oscar Mibelli join us on the bass. And now we're actually like a full on band and yeah, stuff yeah. is happening. Like we we just finished um, my website um, uh, a few days ago. Th that's what something that David um, had a lot to do with. And... Uh, Yeah, then uh, it uh, happened that um, Friday night I got offered to go on a tour in Poland no tomorrow. Way. Tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. It was, You're leaving um, tomorrow? I'm leaving tomorrow for Fucking a week. Fucking hell. Um, that was really crazy. Was it like a booking company just came to you and well, said, Well, what happened is that um, Derek and I, um, the drummer in mm -hmm. my band, we uh, went on a little tour through the uh, States last summer. Really? And we got to know some people and... Um, Through this connection, we had a musician from um, there coming to stay with Derek um, for a few days. And he's still here. He's called Sean Spencer, also pretty cool guy. And um, he was supposed to go on this tour in Poland and like everything's organized. And then his um, partner he was going to go with canceled out of the blue, you know. And oh, then shit. we got back from this party Friday night. Um, actually, Winham's birthday party, oh, nice. who, who was also here um, recently. And uh, they were like, well, why don't you join him in Poland? And I was like, what? And then at like five in the morning, we put together this promo mail to that agency. And they said yes. And now I'm going to Poland Not tomorrow bad. for a week. So that's pretty, um, yeah, crazy. I'm Where are still you going doing... in Poland? Man, I have no idea. I have never <laughs> heard of these. I've never, never heard, heard of, of these names. Like, I'm sure I've heard of Poland, but I've never heard of these well, cities. Like Katowice. Or something Poznan. One, yeah, Poznan. Poznan's lovely, yeah. apparently. Oh, cool. You've My friend there. was there last year. No, no. Okay. Kozanci or something? Kozanci. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit embarrassing, <laughs> but I don't have the list. Like, like I said, it just happened uh, yeah, a few days ago. So um, I'm just packing my stuff and going there. That's really cool. Nice. <laughs> I'll see what happens. Do you want to play another yeah. one of your songs right now? Of course. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's go.
similar period than the first one you heard um, out of a dark place no actually that was when i decided that um i can't be like lonely and depressed forever yeah that's, <laughs> so, a, that's um, a big moment isn't it yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> like okay i'm not gonna be depressed cool yeah, yeah that's a good idea exactly so um well you know the thing was that i was just there and the situation was as it was and i wouldn't get like it didn't look like i'd get a new room soon or or get some new stuff going on you know was this so, a couple of years ago or? yeah that was like yeah two years ago when i when i shortly after i moved here you know like six yeah. months after i moved here or something and i was like well i can't change the uh, situation i'm in right now so i might just try to um yeah change the way i see things you know like, uh, just change my attitude a little bit. And um, that's actually also how I got through this whole bullshit happening. And um, that's um, the song I played when I went to my first open mic in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And that was also a really magical night because um, I just met uh, all these amazing people. I met Winnem that night. Yeah. I met uh, Derek, who's now the drummer in my band that night. And... Um, we just kind of all fell in love, you know, and um, uh, we started, uh, I started playing gigs with Derek and that's how I got into the whole like Amsterdam music scene. And uh, from then on, everything exploded. <laughs> yeah. A bit. So, yeah, that's beautiful. It was really like, it shows you that maybe sometimes if you just try to um, put yourself out there a bit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, just, just, just take the moments you got and like make the most of it sometimes yeah. it really works like, were you a bit nervous before your first ever open mic of course yeah i was like dying you know i and mean what? i i had gigs in germany before but i only ever played covers oh yeah so that was like my <laughs> Performing first your own stuff is mm -hmm. a whole different ballgame absolutely yeah and what would you say to anybody who uh is thinking about performing or doing something but thinks they're too nervous to do it i would say if you live in amsterdam Come to Cafe the Coup on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That's the That's open true. mic I went to, and that place can seriously change I've been there your as well. life. That's actually where I met Louisa. Yeah, and exactly. That, we met a, there as well. Yeah, it See? was a very special vibe at that place. Yeah. It was like, it was all love. Alle as they say in Dutch. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, no, I mean, or gezellig. 
He did the best songs Wish You Were Here, best songs from Dark Side of the Moon, best songs from The Wall, like everything. And he had an intermission, came on like on the dot. Me and my friend were going there and it was like 7.40 or something. Yeah. And they said on the ticket, oh yeah, show starts at 7. So we were thinking, okay, he's going to have a support act. Yeah. He'll come on a bit late. He'll be on around 8.30. And then we're on the Metro there and we both realized like, fuck, this is Roger Waters. He's not going to have a support act. He's not going to come on late. Oh, you missed half of the show? No, we missed like a quarter of the show. Okay. <clears throat> but like I walked in, I was like, I don't care what I've missed. As long as I haven't missed Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Or Another Brick in the Wall. Okay. I, can, I can tolerate just about any song right. except for those two. <laughs> and as we're walking in, he played like, it. I hear the first chords of dun, 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 I Wish You Were Here. And I was like, oh my God. And I got through the first thing. I showed the guys my ticket and they had another check. And I couldn't find my ticket. Oh, no And way. I was scrambling there for like a minute, listening to the fucking start of my favorite song of all time. Oh, man. And I was like, no, no, no. And then I found it. Like, it, it somehow got stuck, like, inside my phone. Uh-huh. And I get inside, and he just started playing it. And I was I was crying. It was beautiful. Great. Yeah. That's like you could make a movie out of this. Like going on the Metro. To yeah. <laughs> You're a pretty short movie, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean... We have like we have our idols, you know, and they inspire us so much. And then, of course, if you see that person, you want to hear that. I mean, when I heard Neil Young play like "Heart of Gold" and all that Ooh. stuff, I cried like a is baby. He is he is he still good though? Because a lot of these artists, they... he is fantastic. I mean, he he when he takes out his acoustic guitar, he's just like back then, you know. Yeah. Um, I I'm not so much into this whole jamming thing he has going on. I like it like for about ten minutes, and What then is I'm this like, thing, well, he he just jams a lot with like he's he plays like when I saw him it was with Crazy Horse, and uh, now he's playing with Promise of the Real, um, yeah, and they are I mean they're pretty much like a rock band, you know, like they they do a lot of like jamming and stuff, and that's I mean also great music. It's just not so much my what you'd like, like to, yeah. yeah. I mean I like his acoustic stuff better because it's more what I do, I guess yeah. <laughs> as well, you know, but. Yeah. Mm. Patty Smith was all I saw her twice last year and twice. that was holy shit that I cried the whole show. <laughs> You know, especially that when they're amazing. actually making you cry. It's like whoa. Yeah, I mean that these moments are like you shiver in yeah, your yeah. whole body and I find that I love the thing about going to gigs is you never really know what you're gonna get. And I've seen yeah. so many artists who I've been so excited for and it's been such a letdown. And then there's mm -hmm. so many artists who I just buy because I've heard like one of their songs and I'm going there and it turns out to be amazing. Yeah. And you, you never know what you're going to get. And the way that you judge it isn't on any kind of like specific thing. It's just the feeling that you get afterwards when you walk away from that and you're like, fuck, that was True. really like I was in the zone there. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel myself at gigs forcing myself to enjoy it. I'm like, I like this. This is fun. But I'm not really getting lost in this whole performance. No. You and then after I mean? like half an hour, you're like, hmm. When is this gonna yeah, end? Yeah, exactly. You're like, you're like, I'd like to go yeah. smoke a cigarette right now. Yeah. Yeah. I had this phase uh, with Derek. We went to like a concert seriously every single week, sometimes twice a week. Yeah. Um, and I also found myself at some point like, man, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. sucks, you know. So we had to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, I've between. barely been to any this year actually. I need to get back on it. Yeah, mm. it's it's fun. I mean, I mean, nothing beats it. Just a night at a gig. Totally. Mm. But it's even better if you're on stage yourself. <laughs> Or if you're on drugs. I'm on drugs on stage. Well, I'd rather be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, I think we'll end the podcast here, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We're going to hear one more song from Louisa. Yeah, thank you very What's much for having me. What's this final song called? 
Um, this final song called uh, Flowers in the Snow. And can you give us a five-second summary of what it's about? I got out of the tram, saw a bouquet of flowers lying in the snow, found it really beautiful, had a bit of a depressed mood and made a song out of it. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Felix. I am Louisa. <laughs> All right. Catch you later.
Melting pot.